Hello and you're very welcome to Mind Your Own Business, the new podcast from the Mead Chronicle looking at all things business and enterprise in County Mead. Each week we speak to a guest from big business, SMEs and local entrepreneurs making a name for themselves in the Royal County and beyond. My name is Gavin Beckton, editor with the Mead Chronicle and you can get in touch with the show with news at meadchronicle.ie. We'd love to hear from you. Our guest this week on Mind Your Own Business is Deirdre Murta from Causey Farm and Deirdre's come in from Fordstown just days ahead of throwing open the farm gates to every ghoul, zombie and terror imaginable as pharmaphobia gets set to scare the wits out of half the county and beyond for its 10th year. We had a sneak preview last week. It was absolutely fantastic. How are things going, Deirdre, in the, the oh, build-up? Is it it's Saturday? It's going great. Yeah, Friday evening, actually, oh, Friday. tomorrow evening, yeah. And, um, oh, we're always trying to fine-tune and do more things and make it more scary, but it's working. I know, it's great. And the preview went really, really well last week, so... How, how, how intense is the build-up when you're, when you're trying to get oh, things organised? It, it doesn't get any easier, I presume. It doesn't seem to get any easier. I don't know whether we make it more difficult for ourselves or we're just very bad at planning. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we have about... 20, 30 people working really since August, trying to put it all together. And then, um, of course, the last two weeks are just bedlam all together. It's, it's always trying to work through the deadline. Yes, There's always stuff to do right is. up to deadline. Yeah. Yes. Can, can you take us back before we get into the, into pharmaphobia and, and what people can expect and what yeah. people have probably seen in the in previous years? Take us back to... Mortis have been roaming the lands of, of, of Fordstown <laughs> County Mead, and County have. Mead for, for a long centuries. Time. Yeah, yeah um, well. <laughs> so a working farm, a 300 acre farm. Now it is, yes. Yeah. And was just a working farm, sheep, cattle, anything that we could. Um, like my father was always buying and selling animals and more as, as much a dealer as a, as a farmer. And then my brother took over the farm probably 20, 25 years ago and I worked in IT at the time and my sister Angela was a nurse um, and is a nurse, I suppose. Um, and gradually, as the farm income went down, it looked like we were going to have to do something else. And we came up with the idea of doing school tours, primary school tours initially, and gradually diversified into all sorts of other areas. But way back in 2004, somebody mentioned to us that Halloween was a big deal around here. We weren't like we kind of knew that Halloween was important, but um, somebody said to us that the best thing they had ever done with their family was a Halloween experience in the Ulster American Folk Park. And we thought, oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. Just to hear the enthusiasm and the interest that this person had. And we thought we must go and think about that. Of course, I did go up and see what they did up there, and it was very cool. Um, and we came up with the idea that. Um, we could do a really, really good Halloween event. And this was all backed by and I suppose supported by the fact that Halloween is very much rooted in County Meath. Mm. Um, and we were so excited about this. Like it, such a huge festival, second biggest festival in the Western world, massive all across the world, particularly in the States. Um, and we it was celebrated in a lovely traditional way in Ireland, but we thought we could do more with it. So in 2005 we started a Causey Halloween experience and I will never forget the first evening we had 18 people. Um, <laughs> it has grown massively now. We've kind of up to a couple of thousand people on night. Um, and that was really for families and it was focused a lot on the history and on the, the traditions of Halloween in, Ar sorry, in Ireland. Um, and then by after a few years, we realised that the scary part was what people really, really loved. Um, lo of course, lots of people loved the the, um, the cultural part, but just loved being scared. So we decided to divide it up into uh, an afternoon event for children and families and an evening event for adults and teenagers. And that started in 2010, 
2009-2010 across that time um, and Pharmaphobia was born and that has since grown to be a huge huge part of our business and when you, when you go back and you say that obviously you were concerned about the, the, the farm yes. side of the business going down what was the what was the catalyst for that B- I mean BSE had really hit us hard hit the whole farming business very very hard it's um, now would you believe 21 years 98 sorry 98 so that's right yeah, yeah. Um, and you know shortly after that there was all kinds of scares with foot and mouth disease you know the farming thing was definitely being squeezed mm. and it's also a personality thing as well um, now I wasn't involved in the farm end of the business at all I'm still not and Matt's still the farmer but um, we are outgoing people that enjoy having people around so when the the notion of doing school tours and then diversifying into other tour areas came we were just natural fits we love having yeah, people around yeah. we love welcoming people we love pushing the boat out to do whatever we can to have a bit of fun with people and that's you know it's it's, it's both the market that we were in and also our own personal drive and interest in the area that that made it happen at that time and when, when did you did you realize then that there really was something in the events because not only was there Halloween, there was the school tours were starting yeah. to were starting to, to, to flourish and the, the Christmas experience as well. Yeah, um, I suppose when we started with school tours, we had minimum, minimum money and minimum investment. We literally um, made a homemade sign. We borrowed our neighbour's trailer. Um, it was very good. His trailer had, the wheel had come off it a couple of years before and it was dragged into our yard, never moved. So we fixed the wheel and we've been using that trailer since to go up and down to the bog. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> um, we also made homemade brochures. and So it was very much in a shoestring. So we didn't really realise, I suppose. Um, we did what little we could with what little we had in a way, but not realising, of course, that the farm is so special. Mm. And so many thousands of people don't have easy access to a farm. And so then um, putting that together with the skills and the interest that we had made it into something you know mm-hmm. it's not it, there was it, it was a very gradual realization and how many you're you're one of eight eight siblings yes okay, yeah. Matt's the farmer and you're very I'm the oldest you're I'm involved I suppose in sales and marketing and trying to think of new things to do um the whole business side then Angela is next to me and she was nursing up until a few years ago when she just it was too hard to do two things so she's fully full-time involved and she would be big on operations, keeping things tidy and clean, um, keeping, keep staffing all of that side. Operations manager, she's fantastic, really are good at that stuff. Matt would be a bit a bit like myself, product development, um, great at innovations, absolutely fantastic at them. And of course, he is farming as well. Um, other than that, we have a lot of other. There's four others that have all been involved in, to a greater or smaller extent. Some Una in the summer camp. Della is hugely creative and she does a lot of the set design for our Halloween and Christmas events. Mm-hmm. And Burned It works with it. They're, they're so all amazing. It's a, thor- a thorough family uh, yeah, effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's true to say then that that, that Causey is a, a, a year-round operation now it in terms between stage. schools and the, fe- the, the, the festivity yeah. events and, 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 and you yeah. know, Christmas holidays. We close so. for January, but that's really only to, to catch our breath and yeah. to take down all the Christmas events. And of course... Mention the family. The most important person practically is Katie. Matt's wife is fantastic on the whole accounts business end of things, so she keeps it all, mm-hmm. all the things adding up. Has it been has balance. it been difficult to, to, to manage the growth? 
Um, I feel we're always chasing our tail. Mm. Thankfully, it has continued to grow right through the last 20 years. So we never quite catch up. But that's a great thing yeah. as well. You yeah. know, it's a challenge and it's interesting and it um, brings its stresses for sure. Like we have eight groups, I think, today and to have staff and everything organised for that eight groups. And it was four yesterday and it could be seven tomorrow and two another day. So you're constantly um, trying to grow and reduce what's happening on the day to suit whatever particular business we have. I, I was taken when we, we, we had a little look up at the preview last week. I was really taken with, with the scarers, the yes. staff. 200 of them, amazing. 200, yeah. fantastic. And um, I mean, there was just a couple of them that stood out. Now, I won't single anybody out, but, they, yeah. they, but their devotion, if, if that's the I right know. word, to their, to their characters was, was, was really admirable. I mean, who are these people? I presume they're all local uh, teenagers um, and young people. Yes, all local teenagers and young people, all... Are fanta- and the standard has really risen because as we've got grown, we've learned a how to train people and bring people on. But instinctively, people who are good at it are drawn to it. So we've fantastic people now. They're amazing. So what what hoops do they have to jump through to become a well, uh, we have maggot infested zombie or <laughs> <laughs> auditions at the end of August and early September, which basically we ask people to scare us. Um, we train them for a few minutes and then we ask people to scare us. And it's amazing. A lot of this, you're, it's innate in people. They're just brilliant the yeah. energy they throw at it the the creepy way they can move they they just do it they just work so well they're brilliant and, and they, they as i say they, they're local people and you, you told yes. us a story at the launch of the recent uh, business and tourism awards when you when you when you were a guest at that yeah about how, how it was great to see you know young people able to open their own bank accounts and things Absolutely, like that yeah and, i was saying that time yeah one day i went into the bank and the bank managers came to me and he was kind of thanking me and I suppose, congratulating us. And he was saying, you know what? In the last few weeks, we have had, I think it was 50 or 60, I can't remember the number, young people who have come in here to open a bank account because we have to pay people into a bank account, Mm, we have to see. And so they had all taken their first step on the the route to work. They they had opened a bank account and they'd got paid. They had worked and they work hard, I'll tell you, because it's no easy for eat been out there for hours trying to scare people. Um, and got got well paid for it, I hope. And um, bank manager was delighted. And and for that, like it's a huge impact mm. on a community to have fifty, sixty now up to two hundred people earning a few bob for a few weeks. Over does that Halloween. bring any pressure to you, or is it something that just gives you enormous pride to do? Or? I think it does make me proud. I know pride comes for a fall, but it's a great thing to be part of something like yeah. that. Yeah. It really, yeah. really is. Um, and we're not the perfect situation. It, as I say, it's hard work. There's no doubt it doesn't happen for. It just doesn't happen easily. Both hard work for ourselves and for everyone that, that works there, but it's very rewarding. What's 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 your own favourite event? Is it is it the Christmas experience Christmas, or yeah. the Halloween? Yeah. Um I wouldn't be a natural scary person. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't I'm more about putting people at ease rather than terrifying them. But I do also you know, this whole thing about um I do also appreciate that we our Halloween experience, scary and all as it is is something for teenagers to do that's, um, well, we say safe, but it's scary, dangerous, uh, not really dangerous, but mm. feels dangerous. Um, and there's not a whole lot of things that you can bring teenagers to that they absolutely love. And Very they come true. back year after year after year. And they're, you know, from Faroiga groups to youth reach groups to, um, you know, all kinds of young people. Like there's so much, mm. like it's hard, you know, especially, you know, where there's a lot of drink involved and stuff. It, it, it's kind of 
wild in a different way and, sure. and yet a great night out, you know. Sure. It's, it seems and that's, to work. that's something that's been very true with, with, with Causey over the years. You, you will be welcoming back families oh, year in, year definitely. out. Which obviously means you're doing something right. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. Like we, a lot now we'd get people who were in Causey at a hen, on their hen party and they're coming to see Santa with their children and gradually those children are growing up to come to Halloween and yeah, it's amazing. What are you getting the hen parties to do? Oh, they're very busy. We make turn the farmers turn them into farmers for a day or farmers' wives maybe. Um they make bread, they dance an Irish dance, play the bowron, they go to the hen house, find the eggs, um what do they do? They um go to the bog and cut turf. Well actually they walk barefoot in the bog. It's called an ancient <laughs> Irish pedicure. Um we paint their life we whitewash a wall and get everyone to paint their life story on the wall of a shed, which is a fabulous tribute to the bride really um because some memories come up that are hilarious and yeah. really 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 good fun um we have teens going so it's about a few hours of activities great crack and both fun and it's great for people to get to know each other in a hen party so you have to put these different hats on you all the time all the time halloween to schools to hen parties to and Christmas if we and think that there's another little opportunity hiding behind somewhere we'll probably we try and root it out and see can we you know approach that and and put something together that would work for us well speaking of opportunities that have presented itself i mean you you've really come to the fore in recent times as regards you know being nearly an ambassador for mead tourism and oh my gosh (laughs) and and welcoming overseas visitors and in particular visitors from the chinese market tell us a little bit about that thing incredible what seems to be going on there it it is actually incredible and it's, it's it's sometimes we have to pinch ourselves because we for some reason thankfully some people in the chinese market tourism market have discovered that Chinese people absolutely love their visit to Kazi Farm they love the hands-on making bread they love the animals because in China it's very very hard to access animals um, they love dancing an Irish dance and playing the bow run everybody loves playing the bow run we all love bathroom something in time to music yeah. or <laughs> half in time to music and then we have Irish stew and again it's really good recipe thankfully and and they just love it they're there for about two and a half hours and we've had you know nearly 3,000 Chinese visitors this year so far and that market is really growing mm, mm. and thankfully they're still loving it <laughs> and is it's something that has it opened your eyes then to, to big time m- massive potential massive potential there's flights coming into Dublin directly from China now it's growing so fast that market they're talking about um, a million Chinese visitors visiting Europe next year now obviously Ireland only captures a small part of that mm. but um Thankfully, Causey Farm has, aware, you know, there's awareness about it in the Chinese touring market. And a lot of those people would come in buses and we only open for groups. So therefore, we're very relevant mm. and we can provide a service that's, you know, tailored and, and suits them. Things like um, Chinese people love to drink hot water. So we have hot water available at all times. Um, and we've learned a lot about how to make them feel more comfortable yes. and what they like. Like there's hilarious stories of what happens with Chinese visitors because they're just so different, you know, their culture is so different. And uh, in, in, in terms of what we're doing as a county. Yes. Are we are we on the right track in terms of our, our uh, attracting in visitors or do we need to do more? Oh, there's been massive growth and improvement. It is incredible what has happened. For example, I remember it must be seven or eight, nine years ago now when Angela and myself would be going to tourism conferences or meetings Um. And everybody said, tell everybody Halloween started in County Meath. Tell. And now you know what? Because of Spirits of Meath and Meath Tourism, everybody practically mm. knows Halloween started in County Meath. I don't think Meath people even knew that 
10 years ago. So on the whole Halloween side of things, because it's such a unique link and such a huge thing, um, we've definitely, that's massive what has happened from there. Um, on the incoming tourism, sure, look, it is massive in comparison to what it was. And I, I do see potential for growth. 15 years ago, there wasn't even a hotel in County Mead that could hold a busload nearly. Mm. And now that has grown and grown. And and those hotels are are, are thriving, you know, So mm. and all of those create such local employment as well. We probably will need more hotel more space, beds. I think, yes. as, as time goes on. Um, look, I, it can't all have been just a wonderful 10, 20 years. I presume yeah. you've had your challenging days. What, what, oh, for sure. What, what were your worst days or what, what, what were the days I that mean, kind of stand a, out as, you know, what, what are we doing here? There was a Christmas a few years ago when it snowed for two days and um, we closed, we gave, we refunded everybody's money that had booked in and like people are booking our Christmas experience since August. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, we opened the, the um, bookings in August and it's nearly booked up for this year's weekends. But anyway, so we refunded all the money, which was tens of thousands of euros. And we thought, you know, that was we were worried, a little bit worried. But, you know, all of those people came back the following year mm. and they said, oh, we were supposed to come last year. So there's a few things like that that have happened, but no disasters, thank God. You know, worries, worries about, you know, can we actually manage to provide the service that we've said we go, that'd be the yeah. big thing. And yeah. have we got enough people? And So we'll come back to pharmaphobia yeah you haven't been we haven't been nobody's been okay so what can anybody expect if they if they rock up to the gates i presume they'll have to book at pharmaphobia.ie obviously if yes they, if they can book, if they yes. can at this yeah. stage um what will they expect there's five centers of horror there are <laughs> there are there's um the morgue which has been completely revamped this year um i'm afraid of the morgue you can't get into it without going into the drawer. So you have to lie down in the morgue drawer and get pushed into the morgue. It's delightful. Um, we have the facility, which is new this year, um, and that's a pretty scary hospital scenario. Um, some delightful nurses and doctors and patients and all in there. We have the House of Dolls, which is really freaky, creepy dolls. Um, the Field of Screams, an old stalwart, um, which is an eight-acre corn maze, um, populated with horrible 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 hillbillies that uh, think that it's a good idea to eat you um and we have evolution which is our new, new another new one this year which is a fabulous um take on the creatures that darwin might have found as he was research researching evolution but it's 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 fairly freaky so it is and tell me who i'm, I'm curious who's who's the um, the mastermind responsible for the um the reign of terror that people could find themselves in. <laughs> who, who dreams up these... Uh... These freaks. Um, we all have a hand in it. I have to say Della and Angela would be the main decorating people and with a lot of help from, from people who work with us, Anthony, Simon, Dermot, lots of them. Um, we also travel a lot. We would go to Halloween conferences in the States and in the UK. Mm. Um, so you do pick up ideas. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't dream it all up. But we're pretty good at, at uh, innovating as well. And what's the future hold? I think you're looking, you're at your 10th year now at Farm Probably It's a good time, I suppose. You'll, you'll, you'll be yeah. reflecting on all that's done. Well, what, does, what does the future hold for Causey? For Causey, we see ourselves growing, you know, year, Pharmaphobia hope to grow in the double digit figures this year. It looks like that's what's going to happen with the sort of interest that we have at the moment and the way ticket sales are going. Um, we also have developed um, another venue in 
in Mullingar where we bought a big old house and we do Victorian escapade there which is like a Downton Abbey experience right where people um, are dressed up as servants and they have to work very hard and then they're dressed up as lords and ladies and we have fantastic fun afternoon tea dinner it's like a team building or a hen party or a 40th 50th 60th 70th 80th 90th birthday experience Mm. Um, again for groups really unusual absolutely hilarious so that's um, our first tentative steps into having a second venue um, and it's it's been pretty good. Um, I don't know. Cosy is so great that because it's big and there's such scope for growth there, I think we'd probably still develop Cosy more more so than moving out into to other venues. So that's really okay. Well, we're I at. wish you the best of luck. Ruth, Thank you. Thanks very much for coming in. You're very welcome, Kevin. So that's it from Mind Your Own Business for this week. We hope you've enjoyed it and don't be afraid to share or retweet us. For more on today's guests, please check out this week's Mead Chronicle business page. And remember, if you'd like to feature in our Mind Your Own Business podcast, please drop me a line at news at meadchronicle.ie. We'll talk to you next week, folks.